0: to me magic is hope it's joy it's pure pure passion it's a feeling that we can create a better earth it's the sparkle behind people's eyes magic is that secret ingredient to getting through those tougher days and it's the thing that makes dreams actually seem possible welcome to an absolute passion project of mine a collection of conversations telling the stories of people making magic real And welcome to episode 10 of Making Magic Real. Yay, I'm so excited again and just feel so joyful to be sharing these chat. My week, I felt a bit up and down this week, but whenever I'm just... Yeah, whenever I'm editing these conversations, it literally just like balances something in my soul. I can't explain it. Yeah, so this chat today with Emma is... Just so incredible. Emma has such an endearing energy and such a grounding presence, which in itself is just so inspiring. (laughs) The way she is and the energy she radiates personally makes me just so much more inspired to dive deeper and deeper into following this path of nature connection. I know that over the last few weeks, especially the thing keeping me and like i mean especially like with all the lockdown stuff going on the thing keeping me so grounded and just giving me such a pillar of strength within myself has been the trees and gardening and yeah just being outside so this is definitely a path that i really want to spend my life diving deeper into so this chat with emma is just just opened up so many more little portals <laughs> of interest within myself so yeah I really hope you love this chat as well. We also chat about Emma's business and her life like passions combining with her new venture called Arcadian Wildlife in which she shares ancestral skills such as weaving, fire starting, spoon carving, foraging and so many just beautiful connective earth practices and she shares a few of them and I really love to just like that coming back to like the remembering of the skills that are in our DNA and in our lineage. You know some it's further back than others but we still have it in us and I think it's just like awakening that part of ourselves again and yeah I really think infused with the positive traits we've learned over history and reconnecting with these lost skills and our like reconnecting with our relationship with nature we I think we truly have the chance to become part of a living harmonious earth system like we're meant to be part of it so yeah as you know I'm just I'm just so excited for this chat and yeah I really appreciate you being here today and if you love this episode sharing it to your Instagram or just like pass it on to a friend just means the world and I really hope you love it so yeah let's shimmy into today's chat (laughs) welcome emma to episode 10 of making magic real i'm so excited to have you here
1: (laughs) thanks for having me yeah i'm also similarly stoked and excited yeah and feel very honored oh yeah you asked me i feel honored
0: you could come and also (laughs) perfect timing too because Mm. you have been living in tasmania for how long were you there for
1: Uh, six months. Yeah. Yeah, just over six months.
0: Like, now you're back here in, like, literally, like, ten minutes down the road, so it's, Mm -hmm. like, divine timing.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it all works out very well.
0: I was trying to think this morning, too. I was trying to think where we met, but I think it was at King Edward Park Mm. at an event Jess organized. And...
1: Yes, that,
0: and I think I remember it was maybe a fire and flow or something like that, and it was also an art mixed one. And I think you were like yep. weaving or making something. Yes, that,
1: that yes. <laughs> <laughs> sounds <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I think I remember then we were chatting, and then you'd mentioned like. What you do, which we're going to dive into very soon. Yeah. Um. And then you were like, "I'm doing a foraging thing," and I was like, "That sounds so amazing! Yep. Like, sign me up! <laughs> I'm there." And then I came into did your and foraging, you did yeah, yep. your foraging day, which yep. was incredible. It
1: was super lovely.
0: And so it's so cool now to see, like, from when yeah. I've met you then to now, you're just like literally diving <laughs> into this, like, letting it encompass your entire life <laughs> and launching your business. Yeah. So. Yeah, would you like to chat a bit about what you do and, like, what are the current roles in your life at oh, the
1: moment? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, at the moment I run workshops offering ancestral skills from mm. – I mainly focus on foraging, uh, basket weaving. I'll be diving more into spoon carving because I've recently – the last six months, I've been a bit spoon-obsessed. I love your spoon. And <laughs> have been, like, not almost not a day goes past that I'm not carving a spoon these days. It's, yeah, it's a bit wild. Um a spoon lady. I am the yeah, spoon. It's happened. I, I hadn't planned this for myself. It just, once I started doing it, it just, um, yeah. I'm imagining
0: one day you're getting, like, a really long trench. And then, you know how they were like, would you like a spoon? You yeah. Like a spoon. You just uh, open it up and there's all these <laughs> spoons.
1: Goals, this is like, yeah, yeah, my potential future. So, yeah, to walk down the street and just surprise <laughs> people, you know, um, with my array of hand carved spoons. <laughs> But yeah, so those and also um, primitive fire as well is a massive, another passion of mine, creating fire, fire by friction with either a hand drill method or bow drill method. Yeah, there's that. And yeah, collaborating with other nature connection, rewilding businesses to offer mm. offer programs and mentoring. And yeah, I also have a... An Etsy store where I sell my handmade crafts and spoons. What's the name of that? It's Arcadian Wildcraft on Etsy. Yeah. But yeah, most of my, or well, a lot of my inspiration for coming back to Newcastle was to start sharing with my community and offering what I've been, yeah, hiding away in the bush, uh, yeah. <laughs> learning and teaching myself, so.
0: Would you like to chat a bit, yeah. actually, about Tasmania? If you yeah, you just express yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> Tasmania, <laughs> Or like, again, what, yeah. okay, what inspired you to go down to Tassie first?
1: Um, To visit family. My oh, sister nice. lives down there. Went down for... Like, I was only going to go for the summer for, like, yep. a three-month holiday, and then n- <laughs> next minute I'm living in a wooden cabin on a property oh down there at the base of this beautiful um, mountain. Fairy tolls. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was this proper, yeah, fairy witch cabin house down there and, yeah, living with some other other sisters. and um, That's so cool. Yeah, Tassie really uh, was a big focus for me down there. Yeah, was the spring carving because there's so mm. many beautiful native timbers down there to to explore and also a tanning as well. Mm. Tanning animal skins became a big focus down there as well. Um, It's
0: colder down there as well. It's
1: pretty freezing, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Three days after I left, it was snowing. Oh my god! Um, at the cabin, but yeah, so I really started uh, focusing on on tanning. Lots of roadkill and um, such a good skill. Yeah, it's actually yeah. illegal though. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. no, you know, it's minimal about yeah. it, but I'm just like, yeah, that'd be yeah. so cool to be yeah. able to do. Well, yeah, it's it's, it's oh, I, I don't everywhere? I don't agree with it, but yeah, it's it's illegal to Whoa, pick so up roadkill? pick up any native animal. That's on the roadside. Yeah. yeah,
0: I did not know that it
1: is lesson it, one for the, yeah, for yeah. the day. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's illegal, so it's like keep yep, it yep. on the on, <laughs> on the DL. But I, I was also tanning um deer skins as well. I got in contact with it with a deer farm down there, and was um yeah I made a deer skin backpack, and I'm working on a, a deer skin singlet as well. Mm. So yeah, incorporating the tanning with the the leather craft.
0: Mm, I think it's that's beautiful too because. <clears throat> you know, if you're back living really with the land that mm-hmm. you would honour and like you would humanely, you know, have mm. the animal's life, so turn the hide and you'd use all the parts. Yeah. Yep. So I think yeah, it's a beautiful skill to be able to have, especially coming into the future, if we're gonna go back to living with the land. Yeah. In a nice way. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah. Having that yeah, that that reverence for the animal
0: I always kind of I just I'd read um, Anastasia last year have you read that no oh okay. is that like
1: the like um, the the story like like russia like yeah the mini the, the yeah.
0: cedars yeah yes and yes, yes. like she anastasia like lives in this like realm she lives with the animals so she actually gets to interact with them and they mm-hmm. come up to her and i'm mm. like hopefully one day we'll be able to do that yeah
1: mm. yeah when they get get used to your presence yeah yeah There's a practice called sit spotting, which is like a nature connection practice where you go to a place in nature, ideally every day and ideally Mm. at the same time. And if you do this consistently, um, the animals of that place will get used to your presence there and they'll just be like, oh, it's that like you become, you can become mm. a part of the environment to the point where, yeah, like uh, birds will start coming in very close to you. You might yeah. like a, a, a lizard might walk past, like, and not even really notice you're mm. there because you're part of it. Yeah, you've you've become become part of it at that point.
0: I've definitely noticed that even here, like as a family we've all been home a lot like the birds yeah. like they'll interact or like we'll lay in the hammocks outside and read a book <laughs> but they'll sit on the edge of the hammock mm. and they'll walk past you or like yep. yes I was dancing in the garden this plumber was just like <laughs> watching me like the way they came back and just watched me dance like so close but just i like I don't know what you're doing but, but I'm, I'm interacting I'm here. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah can I can I yeah, join yeah can I <laughs> yeah i love it oh plovers are cute they are they're cool mm. my nan has a couple on her garage roof that are like <laughs> always having babies up there and she like really cares and like it's like keeping an eye on them and like let me know is, if i can get you anything yeah totally is like fully involved in their like their reproductive life <laughs> <I just laughs> love that and like and, the, and like and they left and went down to the f- like an oval down the back and like the neighbors were like making sure that they like could could cross the road okay and oh, that's it was so very cute. sweet oh, yeah
0: so cute animals <laughs> yeah. oh, i love that you've had a kind of like a little container to like grow your knowledge in Tasmania and mm. like come back here and just like ah, mm-hmm. like get blossom more like <laughs> <laughs> around here so before we dive into I yeah but obviously i'd love to go into what you've learned and your business but I always love to know mm-hmm. a little bit of people's life before
1: you got mm. to this point mm-hmm. where you're
0: just about to blossom into like really stepping into
1: yeah. full power mode I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
0: so yeah how's your journey been so far and what's been the biggest catalyst of change of like bringing you to this point in your life?
1: Yeah, yeah okay one of the biggest catalysts would have been, yeah, quitting my. I had a, a government laboratory job um, yeah. about, yeah, five years ago and I was living in Newcastle. And so, yeah, I, I quit that and moved up to Brisbane. Yeah. And then I, not too long after that, I started living in my van mm. and was traveling around and came into contact with some people that, uh, oh, one friend in particular that, that that pointed out a couple of edible plants, like yeah. edible native species. And I was just like, what? It's like <laughs> something, <laughs> something just like clicked in me. I was like, oh, you can, you can do that. Because um, I had never really, yeah, been in my, in my psyche before. Yeah, this, this concept. And... Yeah, and so that kind of really kick-started my foraging, learning about wild edibles journey, which then led me to the second catalyst, which was going to my first, like, uh, wild village bushcraft camp through uh, Bluegum Bushcraft. And they're Ooh. based on the on the south coast, New Jervis Bay. And, um, and they're a
0: fully contained village? Like, they, they just run workshops there? Or they... they
1: run, yeah. yeah, it's like a program, like a, like a, a two-week school holidays program mm-hmm. where it's, like families and their kids and a bunch of of mentors and we yeah we take the kids out on bush adventures and we oh do my God, that's we so do <laughs> it is one of the more, more wholesome things that yeah I've been a part of and like yeah and we make shelters and yeah make fire by friction and um yeah just have this like yeah unstructured play time in nature and yeah and it was there that I like was like oh my people. <laughs> Finally. Um. And like home. Yeah. Yeah. And being around yeah, all these other amazing um mentors that yeah, where it was the norm for people to be sitting around carving spoons or softening hides or mm. weaving baskets. Like this was just what was what was done um in that in that culture. Yeah. So that just like fully opened me up even further and inspired me to keep going on this path. And it's like, yeah, the more I learned, the more I wanted to learn and yeah just because there's so many layers of depth and different areas that you can explore with this stuff as well like it's um yeah it's so so dynamic yeah like limitless it kind of is (laughs) it kind of is like (laughs) Even, yeah, for, like, in one – for one example, a fire by friction, like – so, yeah, like, you find a kit and you you can make the fire and it's like, okay, great, now let's go down, like, a level deeper and, yeah, see if you can make a fire with, like, without a a pre-made kit, one that you just, like, walk out into the environment and – be able to make a fire from what you find and then oh how about you do that blindfolded or oh like <laughs> yeah and just like That's or so h- cool. how about you do that with like wet materials how about you do that can,
0: people, can, um, you, do, can you do them in snow i've seen people I, like light people people light can people light fires I, mean. I am i'm
1: not one of those people <laughs> yeah. but um but i'm yeah like i i've seen yeah like youtube videos of other like yeah bushcrafty mm. geeks and um yeah like literally soaking a baseboard which is one of the main components of a, of a fire kit like in in water and then being yeah. able to to make a fire with it after that so yeah and it's the same with like every aspect of 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 bushcraft or rewilding ancestral Mm. skills like there's just so many layers of depth and challenging yourself
0: such a beautiful way to have your mind like it's just like it's like the Mm. ultimate like (laughs) creative expression playful expression it's like Mm. you're learning and then you're also like on top of all that you're just generally Mm -hmm. learning to live with what you've got and with nature and with the earth straight up like you're not being like what can I buy to put in this fire yeah like yeah, totally. resourcefulness and adaptability yeah. yeah
1: it's all it's all from from the landscape and yeah. um and each of these skills as well like yeah invites a deeper a deeper knowing of your natural environment as well mm. like if you want to weave a basket you need to know what what plants are good to use and like yeah. how to process these plants how to harvest these plants also mm. yeah in a way that's going to allow that species to thrive yeah. i've been yeah i've been diving into lately um yeah, this, like, concept of re- reciprocity and how... What's
0: that? Say, oh, I haven't heard that word. I like that. Reciprocity? Yeah. Oh, true. Maybe I, have, I haven't <laughs> heard it spoken. Like, maybe I've true. read it... I okay. really that. Yeah, it's yeah. Just
1: like, yeah, this like right, yeah, like entering into right relationship with the land and and giving back, like mm. g- giving back um, like a, an offering or whether that offering is like picking up rubbish, whether that offering is putting like a little prayer into a leaf and leaving it yeah. somewhere, whether it's like uh, asking pr- uh, pr- permission from the plant before you take anything, just like really trying to deconstruct this, yeah, mm-hmm. colonial mindset that a lot like that most of us have – Uh, Mm. embedded within us and taken on from our society and culture of just like taking and this this ownership mentality of yeah just like barging on in and like ripping stuff out without um, I want
0: that I want this yeah yeah yeah
1: exactly so yeah trying to yeah to turn turn that around there's an amazing book Mm. The sweetgrass. <gasps> I'm a, yeah. I love oh, that book. So yeah, this is oh. all about.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Reciprocity. Yeah. yeah. Could
0: not recommend that. Yeah. If you're listening <laughs> and you want a book. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Braiding sweetgrass by Robin, Robin.
1: Wall Kimmerer yeah. is yeah. incredible. Um, from a – yeah. Weaving of Native American indigenous wisdom yeah. with science and ecology and. Hama
0: culture. And then she's a poet on top of that. So her yeah. writing is just oh, like exquisite. It's, it's oh. stunning. It's yeah. actually
1: a, the most beautiful read. I'm, I'm list- I've already read the book, but yes. now I'm listening to her her or, the audiobook version oh. which she reads, so you're getting oh. it in her voice and the way she speaks, like the indigenous words. I'm is- just writing that
0: <laughs> down <word> for myself.
1: <laughs> Cuz that would be it's really oh. it, it's medicine. It's really beautiful to listen yeah. to when yeah, doing any any craft. I was like doing some weaving the other day and just listening to that and yeah, yeah it's it's really um she really explains that like that whole whole concept that we have we've been so separated Mm. from in our culture
0: yeah i even i think it's one i think it's a tale she says at the start of the book and it's about how it's like that lady she falls from the sky Sky woman the sky woman yeah as like a way of like how the earth was created Mm -hmm. and she falls into the water and like the turtle Mm. comes up and they Mm -hmm. bring her a little bit of dirt and then she like she dances she dances and dances yeah the Uh, land out but then she also like creates Food and that for the other creatures to live mm-hmm. and it's like a really harmonious beginning and yeah i remember when i read <laughs> that i was just like oh my god that i was missing that yeah because like we are born into like we weren't born to a religious family but like but you still get the Christian, it's embedded it's embedded yeah, in and you our get that, you know, society the, yeah like eve you know ate the apple mm. and, you know that like this, like, dis- like no the woman's done bad and totally. separate, you're separated from nature because you're thrown out of the garden yeah, of Eve,
1: exactly but like
0: when i heard that story i was like ah that,
1: yeah exactly that is, yeah yeah relational yeah and working together yeah like with with nature with the other with our, yeah. our animal kin and it being this really like yeah relational yeah. um situation yeah imagine like what it would be like to have grown up with that it's like this is where you came from yeah like these are your roots instead of a yeah that yeah. That story of um, rejection and shame and 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 separation, yeah, that we've yeah that we've inherited.
0: Yeah, I think we're in a very exciting time. Like, <laughs> I just yeah, in that like um, Charles Eisenstein book too, I just finished. Yeah. that we were just looking at. Uh-huh. Yeah, he talks about yeah, like, we've been in the story of separation, but we're mm-hmm. stepping into like the age of reunion. Mm. And like and like, I know a lot of Yay. cultures. Yeah, so it's <laughs> perfect. And like a lot of like indigenous people and cultures have been like they've been holding like these seeds of reunion for Mm. us until we were ready Mm. as a like society as a whole to embrace them and they've like kept it alive and like through folklore as well and fairy tales Mm. like it's all been kept alive and it's just exciting to i love that phrase like age of reunion yeah stepping back into like
1: into belonging and belonging into belonging into our um our place yeah Mm. in, in in nature and yeah there's so many of these like uh Unhealthy myths as well around to protect nature. Humans have to not be in it, like yeah. like national parks or like yeah, all these like protected places. It's like we need to keep them um, untainted from humans, as though yeah, like we are this inherently damaging force to the environment. But it's it's our civilization that yeah. that, that, that that is, but when we're in right relationship with the land and working with with the land, we are actually a very beneficial force to nature. Yeah, yeah. when we are listening and not not trying to, to dominate, that we can actually like Help, help pollinate plants and spread yeah. seeds and tend and... So true. I yeah. actually
0: never, like, my mind's just like, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I've actually never thought... It's like another little layer of, like, just, like, unconscious story. Yeah, we are told. I've never thought about that. Yeah, like, we're told not go in this bit because it's protected. Mm. Oh, but then... They're allowed to un like what damage all the other pet places. Yeah, but yeah, so true. Actually, I think I was I just finished. I'm just referencing the books <laughs> that I was, but I just finished a, like Plan Intelligence book and yeah, saying, I love that exactly. We're saying like cool. we are part of like the pollination system and we are part mm. of the system. Mm. We're not the best system or the one that should be up top leading it. Just, yeah, we should just sink into being part, like yeah. part of the weave. I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh,
1: so
0: cool. <laughs> okay. Wow. That was a.
1: That, that was a beautiful. big
0: <laughs> <time>. <laughs> some tangents. So Yeah, okay. So growing up, have you always felt this like really like comfortability with nature? Or, yeah, was it just – did it stem mainly from that, like, moment when you started, like, going into the, like, the mm-hmm. foraging and then started going, like, in this community?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or, were yeah, were you always quite comfortable in nature? Because I, like, from an outside perspective, <laughs> i like, I just even you i like, you just sort of out there, like, so comfortable, like, woo, just, like, you yeah. know, you are nature.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um yeah I spent a lot of time uh camping as a mm. child I was lucky enough to have parents that were big camping fans so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah majority of our, our holidays growing up were all like camping in nature and um, having lots of, of bush time out there and yeah as a as a kid I was yeah I spent a lot of time outside as well mm. was always like in the backyard making <laughs> potions with flower petals and Oh, my God, yes. Leaves and seeds. <laughs> and um, I was also obsessed with making bows and arrows. God. I was always, like, sharpening spears and oh. with sticks and, yeah. Um,
0: which you do now, too. Oh, do I you,
1: I did make – you... I, I made a bow at a workshop. Yeah. Yeah, which was, like, a yeah, mini childhood – dream coming true um but but yeah I was definitely always it's like sharpening sticks and like kind of in that primitive-ish way so yeah a lot of this yeah feels like uh and what I've been yeah learning the last few years has, yeah, felt like a, a coming back to what I was intuitively drawn to as a as a child.
0: I love that. I think that's <laughs> so, so cool. Like, it's like you, your child wisdom was like, I know I'm going to do this.
1: <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> and then
0: you like kind of grow up and you're like, wait, yeah, and we're not you, and, then you, you,
1: uh, <laughs> and then you get totally lost <laughs> yeah. in, in the system and school and conditioning and... Oh. All of that. So yeah, it's yeah. been like a big like a coming coming full circle. Yeah. Um, and
0: it's so nice, it like do you feel great if you were able to find it like again? Like she was mm. like so young as well. Like I think it's such a blessing when you can find oh, all the I, little I'm seeds not super young.
1: young. No.
0: You're young. <laughs> <laughs> it enough. Everyone's young. young, and young enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You
0: could have found it when you were ninety nine.
1: Yeah, fully and you'd be like, Oh, this time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could have been doing this. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's true. As a child, were you always, like, painting and drawing and doing all all this as well?
0: I think, yeah, always, like, creating. And, like, I really resonate when you're, like, making potions. Like, we're always (laughs) making potions. And just, like, yeah, we were just playing so many games. Mm. I I really treasure that we were in those generations that didn't have too much technology. But also mum and dad were also very, like... I love that they were, you know, strict in a way like we didn't watch TV in the day or like, mm, you know, like mm-hmm. it was very like we weren't given technologies as an option Yeah, um, as much. So, yeah, we were always just like inventing games. Like, I'm, um, you know, Fully. you put little basketballs and a boogie board and then you hang on to the clothesline. And you're oh, like, I'm surfing. Sounds like
1: fun. <laughs> <laughs> Dangerous.
0: <laughs> like, just like, yeah, games. Yeah. You just play. Yeah,
1: play. It's so, uh, yeah. so important. Yeah. And like un- unstructured as well. Yeah. yeah is... Is massive. I think that's, yeah, it's generally when I have like most of my, like, yeah, deeply connective moments with the natural world is when it's unstructured yep. time. Like, it's all, yeah, it's all very nice to, to go for a bushwalk or whatever, but yeah. a destination or something, it so takes away from, yeah, what can spontaneously come through when you have, yeah, this spacious mm. time to, yeah, explore and inspect and interact the natural, world like, with your sensory body. i um been reading this book called Becoming Animal by David cool. Abram. He writes, yeah, this really beautiful prose style, very texturally descriptive. He speaks of, like... Say, yeah, you're going for a walk and a tree grabs your attention, and then that's like, and then you go up to that tree, and like, so the tree grabbing your attention is like its way of saying hello, and then you going towards it is like, is like answering that call, and then, and then you're drawn to like this particular pattern on a, on a leaf, but it becomes, yeah, this interactive experience, and it's like you've been, you've been flirting with that tree or something, and then, Yay. and then you, you go off, and it's like, yeah, you haven't just been looking at a tree you've been interacting with a, a sentient a yeah, yeah a sentient um, being of a sort and yeah, yeah and that, that really that concept yeah. i found very
0: I actually appealing. wrote down because um, I always do a bit of a you know, a cheeky lurk <laughs> of people they like, go on the oh, podcast. But I actually wrote, I just like I was just reading all your captions, Because um, mm. I do. <laughs> I'm like reading what you write, and I actually wrote down. I just I wrote down I know, a few things, but yeah. I, for some reason I was like, I have a feeling to write this down. But I wrote down a quote you shared from David Abram mm, from that um, book.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: and it was like the human body is not a closed or static object, but an open unfinished entity utterly entwined with the soil water and wind that Mm. more through it a wild creature whose life is contingent upon the multiple other lives Mm. that surround it and the shifting flows that surge through it and i was just like (laughs) i read that i was like whoa yeah so i'm definitely gonna read that book now yeah
1: i would recommend (sighs) it's like yeah he'd say yeah exploring all these different things and yeah his his way of writing as well is so like powerful and beautiful yeah yeah, yeah it's not nice. he also his first book is called the spell of the, the sensuous oh
0: what a, a title i
1: know and <laughs> that one's meant to be be quite quite good as well but yeah his main focus is yeah like spell. having this this sensory a sensuous kind of relationship with mm with nature and yeah engaging with the natural world yeah not as this um green backdrop yeah. that that we generally uh see is this like wall of green that's like meh, yeah. In, in, impenetrable yeah but yeah. instead to view it with each step you take like the earth is feeling you too yeah. it's not just you you feeling the earth
0: it comes back I was yeah. thinking that more and more lately like in the sense of even just like what I viewed as like space before like space between mm. me and an object mm. and i thought i have all this space i'm like now i see it more as like if I'm pushing my hand, you know, in front of this so-called space, I'm mm. actually, like, I'm interacting mm. with, like, this, like, invisible realm mm-hmm. that's, like, holding yeah me to the, whatever the object is over there, like. Fully. Yeah. It's, such, <laughs> it's, it's such a perception switch. Like, it yeah, melted my brain for a bit. Absolutely. Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah, it does. It just, like, turns it around like what. Yeah. Yeah, and also changing, like, the language around it as well because, you know. Mm. I was speaking of this uh, yesterday of how, like, the English language, yeah, being this uh, verb, not verb, noun-based language of, like, that's a static thing, this is a thing, that's a plant, Mm. blah, blah, blah. Whereas in Indigenous languages, it's... uh, very verb based everything's in motion everything's being and becoming and um yeah not able to put in a box it
0: kind of gives everything purpose too yeah like to say everything's not just like you know the trees and just sitting there like yeah it's being or becoming yeah exactly. it's purposefully yeah being there. exactly yeah.
1: yeah so the plant behind you is planting it's That's cute. it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's not just uh yeah this static objectification yeah it has more more life
0: I love that (laughs) so amongst all your beautiful books you read also I feel like we should start a book club
1: yeah (laughs) I'm like I'm seeing a theme here
0: (laughs) we should uh, we actually should yeah yeah um yeah so amongst (laughs) the information and knowledge you gather from books and from just like being in nature you also did a course through nature one philosophy
1: yeah yeah nature philosophy
0: nature philosophy Yeah. yeah yeah um and did you do the teacher 6 month teacher training.
1: It ended up being a year. A
0: year teacher training. Oh it, it was meant to be 6
1: months but due to due to covid it got
0: extended. It out. got
1: stretched out. But yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, would you like to chat a bit about that? Cuz I just love to know <laughs> what did you learn from it? What did that really maybe like one or two of the most like profound or like mm-hmm reaffirming life lessons that yeah. you got from that Yes. Yeah. and yeah maybe a little bit about like what it is first yeah absolutely so people haven't heard of it, they're just like what is this teacher's
1: training <laughs> yeah it's um so nature philosophy yeah they're a very um, successful nature connection business and they run yeah lots of lots of programs online and in person and yeah this was uh, a year-long and it ended up being a year-long program based like teaching us how to yeah, r- run our own like transformative mm-hmm. nature connection programs based on their pilot program which is is nature one which is a five-day immersive nature program that covers takes the format of covering all the basics so of like the sacred order of survival which is water no sorry blah Um, (laughs) (laughs) which is (laughs) shelter shelter water fire and food yeah so it takes us through all those and and practicing those like the skills that yeah you would need if you found yourself yeah stranded in the woods somehow yeah um so they gave us some some practical skills and and tips of the key components of yeah of a of a transformational program and yeah for me it just really yeah affirmed that this was a viable life way like the Mm -hmm. with through Kate and Sam's mentorship and yeah just seeing like they're doing it. They're they're, yeah. they're doing the thing. Like they work really hard for it and. Have um yeah, put lots and lots of like yeah years into building the community that they have. They're they're doing the thing. I was like, okay, cool. (laughs) Yeah, it it made that yeah, it's like this lifestyle. Yeah, like feel more accessible. It's like yes, this is what I want to do.
0: Do they connect with you like Indigenous communities as a source? They like sharing that knowledge on to you Mm. as well. Like yeah, because I every time I hear (laughs) I hear snippets through people like or like you know like one or two like Indigenous elders and you hear about what their beliefs are it mm-hmm. just resonates so strongly like mm-hmm. it just makes so much sense but yeah i'd love to know if they mm-hmm. how they bring that teaching through their course as well like
1: yeah yeah they both studied overseas oh, okay, um yeah. at tom brown's tracker school yeah. which yeah comes from an uh, indigenous first nation people of america yeah. uh, cool. lineage so yeah a lot of their skills and wisdom come from that but they also mm. spend time in community up in in Arnhem Land they have mm, a okay. a family up there we can't remember the yeah no sorry. I, I not, kind of sprung that question on <laughs> I can't I, it's <laughs> like you yeah I can't I can't pronounce it yeah. um but but yeah so they've spent a lot of time up there and uh pre pre-covid times they would yeah. take um groups of people up there for for 10-day 10-day program being with indigenous people and like yeah doing Mm -hmm. doing weaving and uh and foraging and gathering and the men go hunting and yeah just have this full experience so they definitely incorporate uh indigenous learning practices into Mm -hmm. their into their programs and definitely into what they did uh, with us in the year-long, which is, like, not – yeah, not giving the answer straight away. Um, Yeah, yeah, a lot of, like, Indigenous children, they learn by watching. Like, they Mm. don't really ask questions. They just, like, observe and from that, that learn so – yeah lots of yeah leading by example and yeah maybe yeah like letting us make the mistakes that we needed to make to actually yep. gain that uh embodied learning yeah so yeah and even yeah more of like of a trickster way of like <laughs> um tom brown tells a story of yeah when he was being taught how to make fire by his his mentor yeah that his mentor like told him the wrong wood to use so he's there like trying and trying and trying and like not getting a fire and then <laughs> and then uh, but but through that he developed like great technique and yeah. then so as soon as um his mentor was like oh actually we should try it we'll, maybe we maybe should try it with this instead and then he got a fire straight away yeah. because yeah so kind of having to work for things in a way instead yeah. of getting the answers instantly and that instant gratification that we're so used to mm. um which is really helpful
0: i love that the trickster way of teaching <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know trickster archetype
1: activated yeah it might be frustrating for the uh recipient of yeah. <laughs> but but you do learn yeah. you do really learn and 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 that's what yeah they really nature there yeah, they really uh, encourage and yes yeah, specify the importance of yeah embodied learning so mm-hmm. learning that's not just yeah intellectual yeah. knowing but it's like it's in your body yeah yeah, that, yeah embodied knowledge and that
0: brings us to <laughs> why <laughs> why do you think learning these ancestral skills and like having this nature connection like why do you think this is gonna be so important. In the future of mm. our Earth, or even yeah, as our as being human,
1: mm, yeah, it's a good one. Um, yeah, I think it's really important because it's our it's our lineage as mm. well. Like it feels like um, the agricultural revolution happened. Was it 10,000 years ago? Mm-hmm. But prior to that, for around two million yeah. years <laughs> of human history, which is a really long time, these yeah these skills were essential for our everyday living. Like we we needed to have an intimate knowledge about our, our local ecosystem. Yeah, we needed to know yeah how to yeah. make fire, <laughs> how to build shelters, how to find and and purify water and yeah for me it feels like a a carrying on about ancestry like because obviously being european yeah um have to go back a lot further to our uh, indigenous kin, but no matter what what culture or uh, ethnicity you are, we all have these these roots in, yeah in in land, earth-based groups of people that were practicing these skills daily. So yeah, so that's that feels important for me. And as far as the future goes, like it feels yeah more important than ever that we, do start to yeah develop a relationship with 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 the land around us because people that are in a relationship they they care yeah. <laughs> they basically they <laughs> they actually care and. Pretty much, um, yeah, and to uh, for people to realize that, yeah, that nature and the environment isn't this this out there kind of statistic. Almost, yeah, actually, that it's this yeah. um, separate concept. Yeah, that it's actually you, yeah. <laughs> and where and and where you are, and yeah, and as I was speaking of before, like every yeah, all of these. Yeah, if you want to start practicing any of these skills, they mm. all require you to know your ecosystem, yeah, to know yeah. your local environment and yeah. and get to know the plants, get to know their names. Yeah. What where they like to grow, what their per, like what their personalities are. They really and, do have personalities. Oh, fully. <laughs> Plants are bi- like they're they're entities. I they, I yeah. believe they are these like biological entities, not just the the con- consist. No, anyway.
0: They come. <laughs> I always lose no, a word. No. I'm like, you'll come back, <laughs> please, please. Um, I really wanted to use you for this sentence. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm just like running away. Yeah,
1: no, they. Uh no actually, no it's gone. That's Sorry, did right, Sorry. It didn't wanna it didn't want to be in the no, podcast. <laughs> it, it said no, thank you.
0: It's such an exciting like especially what you're doing too, like it's such an exciting role to step into and I feel like it's it's such a, like it'll be just such a, it's such an honor to be able to like learn all the nature things and like learn to live and connect to nature and then to be passing it on to others. Mm. Like I think we're all creators and all teachers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So I would I'd yeah. love to chat about the <laughs> launching of your Arcadian Wildcraft business venture slash I call it even life purpose. Yeah. Mixed. It's like I feel like yeah. it's funny <laughs> that these things. Like um, I was doing a podcast with, like Dean Honey. Mm-hmm. And they've just like set up their permaculture business, but mm, I was like, I've
1: been seeing their stuff. Yeah,
0: they're amazing work. And I like, I was like, your community service and like they're like business, and I was like, oh yeah, I guess so. But I feel like it's interesting. It's like everyone who I've had on it is it like, feels mm. like a, whilst it is a business technically, you know, because it earns like, can earn you money, but mm. like it feels like a service mm,
1: fully. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, if
0: you'd like to chat about yeah, then and um. <laughs> what your name means and just like chat about your business how it's going (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) all those things (laughs) yeah yeah
1: yeah it definitely it's still in its its budding stages like like slowly slowly building for the past year under a different name previously was was Forest Soul Wildcraft, but I decided to yeah to change the name recently uh to something that felt more more aligned Arcadian means yeah, an Arcadian is someone who prefers to live a like a simple rustic life mm. in yeah, in harmony with nature. It has, yeah, these idyllic kind of connotations to it as well and in um in Greek mythology Arcadia was the home of of Pan, the Ooh. the goat goat legged god <laughs> of um, yeah nature and fertility, fertility, well, yeah. wild mountains and music and mm. um, yeah he was a bit mischievous. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs>
0: that little trickster vibe yeah, again
1: yeah yeah totally <laughs> totally but um Katie's been my like my personal Instagram name for ages I just yep. really like uh, resonated with it and I was like why am I keeping these things separate mm. like my personal and my and my business because they are they're so intertwined my lifestyle and how I choose to live and and walk through the world and wanting to to share that with others which yeah. is the, the the business side of things as well so it's been this yeah, so yeah, like interweaving those those things and that's yeah. <laughs> so far. So yeah, it's still still in process and yeah, yeah just very much looking forward to uh yeah, these current yeah. restrictive uh times that we're living in to hopefully ease off a little uh, bit. ease, to, ease yeah. off a little bit to
0: Like I have things to share. Yeah, fully.
1: (laughs) I'm so like biting at the bit to like (laughs) get going and like regular like workshops every couple of weeks or yeah. months, something and just like starting to to pump it out and, and do markets yeah as well um yeah because
0: you yeah you, with all spoons yeah fully yes.
1: yeah i i applied for a stall at grown where you, oh, you guys Oh but that would have been so cute yeah We're all together we could have they put us
0: all together <laughs> like your friends they put you together oh do they yes yeah, so like, if you want to be next door yo
1: fully <laughs> why wouldn't i um I that'd be like, really spoons. nice yeah yeah spoons and medicine pouches and baskets oh. and and stuff. Um, but but yeah, once yeah, it's just mm. slow going right now. But yeah, yeah but once things uh, settle down then yeah, I'm I'm ready. Yeah, I mean, In- like can- I <laughs> <go. laughs> I'm really keen to yeah to start start sharing and yeah and being a service to my community in that in that yeah. way by sharing what I'm so passionate about. You
0: can see it too, <laughs> like, yeah. You can feel you can feel your passion. Like it's yeah, it's really exciting. Also, I love your logo.
1: Oh, thank you. So cool, isn't it nice? I was so stoked. Yeah, my housemate Lily that I was living oh with. My
0: goodness.
1: Down in Tassie, um, yeah, I asked her and I didn't I didn't give her anything to go by. <laughs> she, I was just like can you do a Lego and then... (laughs) she took some photos of some things that I've made and oh, she just like kept coming back to me. It was like, how's this? And I'm like, that's amazing. Like every time <laughs> she came to me with like, how's this? I was like, yes. And then she was like, but she kept, kept, kept refining it yeah. and um, doing a thing. And so, Oh,
0: it's just so fitting. If anyone has, yeah, get on the Instagram, yes, um, Arcadian Wildcraft. And yeah. it's just, it's just perfect. Cause <laughs> logos are really hard to do. Like <laughs> I just don't have one. Oh, true. and then I just like, I saw yours. I was like, damn, like it just, like it just perfectly captures like everything your business has. Yeah, yeah, it's really beautiful.
1: It's better than my old like tree that I had. I had just, like a generic pine tree. I was like, Oh god, it's not good. So, I don't remember that one. Uh, one uh, <laughs> it wasn't very memorable, don't don't you worry. <laughs> But yeah definite oh. improvement yeah <laughs> but yeah but it, it is such a such a long it, it's a long game mm. doing doing the business thing I'm realizing and learning yeah. so much along the way and trying not to compare myself to other people's businesses that seem yeah. so so fully formed and like they're really doing the thing and I'm like oh yeah. okay
0: I think that's the biggest part of the journey like I still catch myself reminding myself like yeah I like look at people who have been doing 10 yeah years. yeah yeah exactly and they're, and they're crushing it yeah yeah and yeah. i'm looking at them thinking like oh my god i don't have my own gallery shop i don't have all yeah, this and then yeah, i'm like bobble, yeah. bobble, <laughs> Julia. hold up it's and early then,
1: days <laughs> it's early days it's like
0: i'm a little baby yeah yeah um,
1: i feel very yeah. much the same and
0: and then also to like I always get stuck sometimes being like oh I've, I've got to have that because they're successful but it's like my achieve my, my team looks so much more different like it's going to look completely different because I'm a different person
1: fully and it's like
0: it's such a journey yeah, yeah. business thing oh
1: uh. <laughs> It's a whole, it's a whole new realm. It really is. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like
0: you learn so much about yourself. Do running your own business as well. Yeah. You're like you're handling your own income and learning, oh, learning flexibility with mm. money and just like mm. everything. Just like the admin side of
1: it. And, and yeah, yeah. And it's it, it's a personal growth journey as as yeah. well. I've really found like reach that point of yeah, like, owning your offering, yeah. owning like what what you have to offer and being like this is, I'm valuable. What yeah. I have to offer is valuable yeah. and moving past, yeah, lots of um self worth yeah. issues <laughs> and um and and doubts and self and yeah, all these yeah. like um yeah, doubts and and would be like, oh, I'm not good enough to yeah. to share, or who like, am
0: I to charge people? Yeah, to, to for me to teach them this exactly. when I'm not. I guys like, oh, I'm, I don't have my masters, I don't have my PhD, yeah. i doctor. Like, who yes. am I to go? Exactly, here's this amount of money for something of my knowledge that yeah. I've learned. But, yeah, yeah. But I also think it's like <laughs> that's gonna be the way. Oh, we're talking. I was having a conversation with someone about this the other day. It's like learning from people who do what they love and they're from a heart space and Mm. they're like living and breathing what they do Mm. and learning from those people, Mm -hmm. like not just learning from someone who like has rope learned it Mm. from someone else and then they've rushed through all these other things and then they're teaching it. Yeah. Like to learn from someone who's like completely embodied, Mm. that Mm -hmm. knowledge is going to be so potent. Fully. Like,
1: yeah. Like, and yeah, the importance of, mm -hmm. of mentorship in, 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 in that way as well. And, how yeah even just being in another's presence who has has mastered Mm. a certain skill or has yeah a level of embodied wisdom or knowledge about something how that can transfer this Mm. yeah the concept through yeah a lineage of experience yeah that no I don't think yeah that any qualification or, or course can can compensate or or come close to yeah yeah I feel that.
0: So I always love this is like my favourite thing to ask people. <laughs> what your and I know this also changes, like as we change and as we evolve, like our mm. dreams change and our visions change mm. and we get downloaded with different things. But yeah, currently yes. what is your current <laughs> biggest, wildest dream and no limitations? Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cool. Um go wild. For like for like for me for the for the world for you can
0: go a bit of both if you want okay I feel like, like mine intermingle.
1: In, yeah fully yeah. like the 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 personal and the collective. Yeah. Personally, dream would be, yeah, to keep doing what I'm doing and yeah. keep moving in this trajectory and to build a successful business through this that can, yeah, mm. support, support my, my lifestyle. Yeah. I would love to, yeah, one day I would love to run um, like women's survival quests as mm. well. Um. Yeah, that's been like almost every time I go out in the bush, I just get like visions of like women need to be like we need to be out yeah. in in the bush together and just like have visions of yeah like women it's, like collecting firewood yeah. and using axes and sharpening <laughs> knives and uh, making fires and just like uh, yeah I especially love it, like empowering women in in this sense because I'm always like out camping. Mm. And um, on my own and doing all these things, I'm like, well, more people need to be doing this. And
0: yeah. oh, sign me up for that when yeah. you on them.
1: Cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, and just yeah, having that mm, that more yeah immersive like nature experiences experience as well. Yeah, survival quests are potent times, um,
0: especially if it's coming to you when you're out in nature too. Like, mm. I feel like they're the most powerful. Like that is like that what you're meant to be creating when it's just dropping into your mm. head and you can like see it and you can feel it yeah it's like I'm calling you yeah
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah totally absolutely yeah. um yeah so that's yeah that's that's a dream and yeah and I guess yeah collectively yeah to just be a part of this movement that's yeah rewilding movement that's yeah. helping people reconnect and mm, awaken to their their humanness yeah that we've it's been yeah stripped away through domestication <laughs> virtually <laughs> like we have been we, we've been domesticated yeah. and we've been because like domestication is when you take an animal out of its mm. environment and control it under the guise of protection mm. and that's oh goodness, so true and that's what's happened Yeah, <laughs> that's what's happened so yeah wanting to be part of helping people reconnect with their yeah their inherent humanness and yeah. refind our our place through remembering, yeah. These these skills that are in 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 our DNA. Incredible. Yeah,
0: <laughs> riveting, <laughs>
1: riveting. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I can see you just like hurtling towards that. But it's like it's also nice. Like I love when like the dream is like also just what you're doing mm. as well. It's like it's you're already
1: in the on dream the, on the yeah, whilst on still. It expanding it yeah yeah yeah
0: like it's not just like some far away like disconnected like Mm. thing like you're like you're already
1: in yeah 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 the beginning of it which feels nice yeah yeah Yeah. we all like i know about you but i put like so much pressure myself like why am i doing my thing what's my thing what's my life (laughs) purpose like and really like yeah am i why am i here (laughs) yeah really i think it's like a for me it's like a a late a late 20s thing like from 27 I was just like, What? Like why aren't I like I, I need to find my way of being of service. I yeah. need to find that like my yeah, my offering feels like after all. Like a bit of soul searching in that way that yeah. it's kind of starting to happen and It's such a gift mm. to be able to
0: find it. Like to re find like to find what you're here to do is like yeah, it's just a gift,
1: and and that still might change, you know. Like, I, I'm, oh, yeah. I, I'm not in control of this ship, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh,
0: it it's it steers itself,
1: <laughs> it does to a degree. I'm just like, yeah, holding on to the side, yeah, and, you know. Oh.
0: it's how it is, okay. It can change, so you're uh, like, oh, I do this now, it's yeah, fine. and it's just as it is, like, it's yeah, we're fluid beings, we are
1: very fluid so so fluid yeah yeah. Um, so
0: where can people find you <laughs> in the online realm yes. to like keep in up to date with your yeah. workshops
1: yeah up- upcoming stuff good things <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah at the moment it is yeah either through my Instagram yep. which is yeah if you search Arcadian Wildcraft that will come up and is
0: there a full stop in the middle there is a full okay, stop cool, thank yeah. you That's for clarifying
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Arcadian <laughs> full stop Wildcraft <laughs> Uh, and also on Facebook, if you search Arcadian Wildcraft, I will come up. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, on, on Etsy as well, Arcadian, oh, yeah. Arcadian Wildcraft, if you want to have a look at some elven-looking wooden <laughs> spoons and – I highly recommend diving into <laughs> piano spheres.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing today and, like, sharing you – and coming and like chatting and being part of this. I'm, My yeah, pleasure. I'm really grateful. No yeah.
1: worries. Thanks so much for having me, Julia. It's been really fun and not too traumatic. Yeah. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was very, yeah. Like,
0: I feel it better. It's not too traumatic.
1: <laughs> no, that was definitely, yeah. Like the, okay, I'm
0: going to make a survey. The pre-traumatic. <laughs>
1: bad, not too traumatic.
0: <laughs> How traumatic um. on a scale of one to ten. What's this podcast for you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but it is it's Aww. a it's a nervous thing it's terrifying um, yeah for <laughs> for people that yeah that don't yeah. um yeah it's your have, first they're... podcast too. yeah so thank you yeah for, thank you.
0: Yeah, for being <laughs> thanks for coming on this is your first podcast i'm sure you're going to be on my pleasure many more <laughs>
1: oh I hope so. that'd be cool actually yeah i think Let's you see. have a
0: really important message to share so mm. yeah thank, thank you, you yeah. thank you for listening to episode 10 i hope you really enjoyed this chat as much as i did if you feel like sharing on instagram or leave a little apple review or just like passing it on to a friend that honestly means the world i am so passionate about these conversations and i feel so honored to get to share them with so many incredible people and that you're here today listening so a massive heartfelt thank you i hope you have a lovely rest of your week and i'll see you soon all the love and all the hugs bye